Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving today's parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from Rachel, who says, Has anyone had a kid who needed a little push to be potty trained by throwing away all the diapers? My kiddo turned three a couple weeks ago, and I think diapers are a comfort thing, and I'm afraid she'll never give them up on her own. My older daughter just one day decided to give up diapers and never had another accident or wanted diapers again. So I don't have much experience doing it this way. Any advice is helpful. Rachel, you've come to the right place. I had this exact same dilemma. I had a three-year-old who was really getting close on potty training, and then I gave birth to my third baby, and that three-year-old had a bit of a potty training regression, and I decided for myself that rather than fight the battle, that I would just keep him in diapers for a little longer because I didn't want to be dealing with potty accidents at the same time I was dealing with three little kids, three and under, and so I just kind of let it go, and I think this is a question we always say on the podcast to hold things a little less tightly. And I think this is one of those issues. So your three-year-old will be potty trained. In fact, you wrote us this question a little while ago. So I would not be surprised if by the time you're actually listening to this, this has already sorted itself out. Potty training, pacifiers, sleeping through the night all tend to be things in the category where we kind of get ourselves in the mode of like, this has to happen. Everyone is ahead of me. Everyone is doing this. And my kid is going to have a pacifier walking down the aisle at his wedding. And I'm going to be a big loser. I would let go of that story, not worry about there's a deadline for this that has to happen. Some people do have a deadline. I know people who've had daycare situations where like at three, you have to be out of diapers and they set it. Different story. There are two approaches here. One approach is Yes, it's a deadline. We have to do it. And in that case, I would give yourself a period of time. It's a short period, like a weekend, where you say, this weekend, we're all in on potty training. We're not going to make a lot of plans. We're not going to put ourselves in situations where it's going to be a problem. But we are going to get rid of diapers. And this weekend, we are going to say we're potty training. And you basically spend a lot of your time that weekend working on this. And you may have some accidents and you may have some problems with it, but you just keep revisiting potty training until your kiddo gets the hang of it and you put diapers aside. The other thing that you can do, though, 
is just say, for some reason, my kid is having a problem with this at three. I don't know what it is. It's freaking her out. It's freaking him out for some reason. And you can also just pause for a month and say, we're going to revisit this in a month and see if it's easier. So during that month, you're talking about using the potty. You're talking about all the positive things that happen when you don't have to wear diapers. You might have older sister talk about how great it is and all the great things about it. So you're positively reinforcing the idea of no diapers, but you're not putting an emphasis on like, you've got to get this right now or the diapers are going away which possibly is causing some of this freak out and regression. Either option is fine, but I think the takeaway that I want you to take from this is don't freak out about it in your own mind. I am concentrating on the line of your question, which is, I think diapers are a comfort thing and I'm afraid she'll never give them up on her own. Not true. She's going to get out of diapers. As I said, she might already even be out of diapers. So either dial in and spend a couple of days putting all of your effort towards potty training and really making it a focus or take a month off and come back and revisit it and see if it's easier. I think either one of those options is fine. But for you, just let go of the mindset of like, this is completely in my control. This is supposed to have happened by now. And if it doesn't happen now, it's going to be this big disaster for our lives because that part of the story is absolutely false. And I want you to free yourself from it. She's going to figure this out. I wouldn't be that worried about it. Give it some time and or dial in. If you dial in really hard for the weekend and you're like, we're dedicating ourselves, we're doing the potty training, we're taking the potty in the back of the car, wherever we go, we are out of diapers. If that doesn't work, then I would move to phase two, take a month off and revisit it. And if you just keep trying it, seeing if it works, and then backing off a little bit and trying again, you're going to get there in no time. I am not worried about this for you at all. Rachel, I hope that helped. If you have a question for myself or Amy, send them to info at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com and you may hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Talk to you soon. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel 
real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. 